My name is Jack Oatway. And I'm Jay Oatway, and this is the Like Dragon, Like Sun podcast, where two generations sit around talking Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, and this week, we are creating a Dark Lord for you. Continuing on the release of Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft. There's so much good stuff in here. It is. We are creating a Dark Lord. Um, people who typically are not necessarily rulers, but certainly the the main characters of their own story and this this is kind of fun this is um you know obviously there's something that there's a lot of them kind of pre-made and in the book for you but chapter two straight up kind of is like hey create a a dark lord and a domain of dread to put them in and uh Mm. this is kind of fun actually this is uh you know this is a a little bit of dungeon dragons giving us a how-to guide for creating a, a sort of a super villain Really? Right, yeah. Because as much as we've had big, bad, evil guys, they're often just stat blocks, right? They often fall well, into it. Well, could be a little foreshadowing and sure, motivation, but, but... Yeah, but a lot of times they fall into the bucket of, like, okay, here's the thing with a ton of hit points and some legendary actions and resistances, three, two, one, go. Well, or honestly, it's, I mean, exactly. You don't even need to use this for, like, a Domain of Dread type setting. You could suck out all the dark forces aspect of this creation process and literally just use them as a well fleshed out villain for your campaign yeah this is this is about trying to create a bad guy that is feels real yeah that's really motivated and pretty dark and kind of sad yeah a little bit sad maybe um maybe I mean, it's not not sympathetic not sympathetic but certainly Um, although to be honest strahd i can't help but and maybe it's because of I'm the DM, but I I keep falling for like you know I keep thinking you know his story is it's really like he's just misunderstood he's just he's just a guy in love. I mean, that's one way to interpret it. But yeah. the understanding the lengths that they go to and the evil acts that they you know well, they do it. It's it doesn't really, justify. I think it's it, really know? important um, for your game to motivate your players by having them somehow discover the depths of the evil that mm. the bad guy has portrayed and if it's something where they have just showed up in a in a in a, in a new land or someplace a, a domain of dread or whatever then you want to you know you, you're going to want to sort of find ways to tell the story so they're going to have to meet people and talk to people and it's going to be a lot of social encounter and a lot of exploration discovery so, um, mm. so it's a little bit different than your typical, just like, okay, we've come across a clearing and there's the Tarrasque, you know, go ahead, fight it. <laughs> Although I've, I've certainly tried that before. I can tell you now, but you're right. Sometimes I want to fight something that, you know, gets me in the feels like, you know, a two stage boss fight with actually maybe i shouldn't spoil it but i was going to do a little <laughs> critical role reference for all of you i do that with my monsters 
uh, quite a bit actually for big super level fights when once the first version of it is sort of defeated by the party it, you it falls and goes through a regeneration -y sort of thing and mm. things get bigger and scarier and then it's it's truly is much more of a scary moment for the players because they are that much farther down in terms of resources they have to fight against it. And that, yeah, then it becomes or real. in my Lostoria campaign, there's these colossi, which are just huge monsters, literally huge monstrosities, that I have a system where instead of just legendary resistance and them checking things off, they regain hit points that they get below half by sacrificing certain appendages or limbs or features that they get hmm. uh, in a way to stay alive. And, but and the combat changes a bit. Your Dark Lord, when you create them, can't have legendary type powers sure, as well why not? you can definitely give them whatever you want but i think what we want to start with though is the character is giving is the, them the personality, a you know? dark black little soul sure little before we give that that little dark flesh husk um, which can kind of be anything almost yeah. so we're anyway so we are we are using chapter two of mm. the new van richten's guide but we're not just using chapter two we are also using appendix e Curse of Strahd. Yes, we, Xanathar's Guide. Well, this so is interestingly, your life. All okay, sorts of yeah, stuff. So let's back this up a little bit. So okay, yes, okay. we're using Xanathar's Guide to everything for additional inspirations. Mm. And this is suggested in uh, in this new chapter, as well as a suggestion they have that says Dark Lords from the Taroka, where it suggests that you draw a, Taroka, a card from the Taroka deck, which is a fortune-telling deck from the mm. Curse of Strahd. And uh, and then take note of whether which way the card came up, whether it's right side up or upside down, which will reverse its meaning. And if you want to find all the meanings for all the Taroka deck cards, they are, as Jack just mentioned, Appendix E of the Curse of Strahd uh, adventure. Mm, yeah. Uh, and the thing I love about This Is Your Life is there's also a tragedy table, which we will be rolling on, which sort of seems somehow perfect for making a real sort of somewhat sympathetic yet also very evil despisable character you know by giving them some form of tragedy to then heighten that flaw and there's tables for creating fatal flaws too yeah, so we, we're gonna roll um, on a bunch of stuff yeah, in here and we're this, gonna make one live so we're we gonna do even, this live we and we're gonna let the yet. fates sort of help dictate a exactly. little bit in here so first thing to do is it says it suggests sinister reflection of some sort mm. um it does say here that you know if you're making one of these new have existing players that you can be you can you can directly create uh them you around know, counter your personalities exactly. that play off against the players and really like make a source of tension and conflict yeah because that's a really great idea mm. but we don't have players in this so no. we can just kind of randomly pick some personality traits and hey sure. guess what this book also uh has this like really nice little section up at worth its character creation stuff that not only includes some really nice new background thingies it also has horror characteristics what page is this on uh that's page 32 mm, yeah. uh or for if you're an online person that's chapter one just uh go find the little horror characteristics thing on the side click on that so anyways let's roll a d12 okay. let's get a personality trait and then we'll we'll talk about the two different ways that we could reflect this okay d12s are always fun to roll yeah the dodecahedron a two whopping two okay so it says here that that is a signature piece of clothing or distinct weapon that serves as an emblem of who I am. Mm. So they have a uh, they have this this material item, clothing or weapon that that is all that that represents 
that they think it's like an emblem that represents who they are. Okay. I think you could go the angle of obsession with it. Yeah. So the, the way the reflections works, we can do one of two things. Right, right. So we either exaggerate it, right? So, which would be take it from being something like, um, you know, the thing is an emblem of who they are to it is who I am. I am this thing. Mm. Um, and I am nothing without it. Yeah. Uh, it could really become a source of their power even or something, which might tie into their story. And even you could further. then also roll for some sort of sentient weapon there or yeah, something like it that. Could be, it could be a really sinister symbiotic relationship yeah. going on, which could be kind of uh, an extra a power weapon. And also anytime you want to beef up uh, a, a bad guy, give him a super weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it also makes it fun too that the weapon, if the weapon's sentient, it can possibly even have another set of attacks of its own. Or be put into the hands of the player somehow. Yeah, or they could end up with it and then they have to deal their own thing. And the other side of this, the other reflection we could do, instead of, that's the exaggerated one, we could do the opposite one, where in this case it would be that no clothing or weapons would, I mean, they become or very Or a specific <laughs> thing, or, or you'd make I'm it, not I don't know, I'm not sure about that. Like or you do, I hate this weapon and I will go at no length to destroy it and it yeah. evades me. Yeah, and you could do that as well, which is kind of how the Sun Sword and Strahd kind of work in mm -hmm. a way. I mean, his story's not specifically about it. The Sun Sword's more pissed at him than he is at, <laughs> at it. Um, he, he had it destroyed long ago or tried to. and Sure, but in this one, there's a very specific thing that is perhaps a, a dark reminder of their past that they so, so much so loathe, you know, um, yet it no matter what they can't seem to destroy it um i almost want to go with the first one though. yeah i agree too i think i want to give this this dark lord whatever a super weapon of some sort that is sentient itself you think yeah but it's also them like it mm. becomes they are like they are one with it somehow which makes me sort of think of like the venom idea from right spider-man comics well okay well there's a couple ways is this weapon sentient do you think yeah I okay. definitely, I'm definitely well we, should go that we way. can go either it is some sort of embodiment of a dark power or more tragically it is the you know something holding on to the last fragment of a relative or past loved one you know that you know they, they treasure this and hold on to it so dearly but there's the real soul of them is long gone and it's an illusion. Okay, well, this, this, keeping them trapped. if you went with that sort of approach to it, that actually sort of ties in a little bit with the next session, which is past life. And you start answering the questions mm. of who were they before the mist? Did they have family? What happened to their family? Um, what was their childhood like? And it's important to sort of be looking for opportunities for evil. Yeah. Here. Things that. And I, and I don't just mean, oh, it was an accident or something that happened. A lot of our player characters have, you know, we've seen many with, with tragic backstories where they're accidentally involved in somehow killing mm. their families or being involved in the deaths of them or trying <laughs> to avenge them or, you mm. know, but they were coerced or they were somehow twisted into it. They're not a bad person. They just happened. Where this, it's important to sort of see bad that there's an yeah. evil here. That they were like, I'm going to, I'm going to do something to my loved one for my own gain and it's it's mean and it's nasty and it's terrible and i did it that's yeah. that's the key here is that they they knew it was wrong and they did it anyways mm -hmm. 
And so if this betrayal is kind of the key to their backstory. So if the if the weapon was their was their spouse. Mm. Well, I think there's a couple ways it could happen. Ooh. They you could go Othello style where they're just driven mad to the point where the only thing they could think to do was to kill their loved one, plunge the weapon into them, and now it constantly, no matter what, drips with their blood, no matter how much he tries to clean it or wipe it off. It's always covered in, you know, her, there, his blood, right? Yeah. And if he listens closely, he can still hear the, the cries and whispers, you know, of that loved one, you know? And he believes, like, no, no matter what, he's as much, he's in denial that I, I must, I, I had to have done it, you know? But it's still terribly grief-strucken and heartbroken over it, you know, as an idea. I mean, there's a list of tragedies here, a D12 tragedy table in This Is Your Life, which could yeah, right. be let's, an inspiration let's, let's for it. Let's see if we can find something randomly here. Sure. And I will also maybe draw a Taroka deck card. Okay. See what that says. The D12 tragedy. I got a one here. It says, a family member or close friend died. Roll on the cause of death table. Okay. Cause of death. Another D12. Exciting. Lots of D12s. Uh... Six or seven, natural causes such as disease or old age. Yeah, roll again. Mm, okay. Uh, accident unrelated to class or occupation. Mm, I don't know. How about the Taroka deck? Maybe that'll be a little bit more inspired. Right. Well, the first card was the Illusionist. Was it, we pulled that as a little test before. You want to try something? We'll try some else. All right, we'll turn another one here. So I'm turning the Miser, who comes up upside down. Hmm. The miser is uh, the nine of coins. Yeah. Makes me think greed related somehow, maybe. Yeah. So miser represents hoarded wealth. Those who irreverse, who are irreversibly unhappy or who think money is meaningless. Um, mm. And so we might want to invert that. They think uh, money is everything somehow. Yeah. So money is everything. Uh, and, and yeah, that money brings them great joy. Perhaps the, perhaps they killed their loved one for money, for like somehow for an inheritance. Mm. Maybe it wasn't a spouse, spouse but, but like a, a parent. Yeah. That this was, they, they, they needed money. They loved money. They wanted money so much. And... They had a mother who, who, while being a loving mother, was not one to give money away no. sort of freely. Um, maybe the mother was much more of a bit of a miser. Um, and mm. yeah, and so there's this sword, perhaps, that they use to kill their mother. Yeah. Uh, a blade of some sort. Should it be a sword? Should it be a dagger? Could be, I mean... What other, I mean, it doesn't have to be, I mean, it's the classic idea of a sword that plunges in, but I feel like that's almost somehow. Well, dagger seems obviously like sure, more of an assassination back, right? sort of. You could do a scimitar, a little bit more flourishy, like perhaps, oh yes, of our many, you know, family, you know, treasures here, I, I gift to you my, the scimitar, family scimitar or something like that, right? And it's like, Bob, I want the wealth, you know, and. Do you want it to be a cool weapon for like later on? It could easily have mm. been. Uh, 
I mean, it could be, I mean, you could do the, the a poker iron that was at ne- next to the fireplace, um, but we're that not going to. then turns into a like terrible twisted glaive, a yeah. huge monstrous burning, you know, embers falling off of it. Yeah, that could be cut. Hey, why? Now we're talking. Or like Halberd cool. or something, right? So yeah, the, so the story begins, it was simply a, a, a fire poker, uh, a, that was picked up and used as mm. the murder weapon. And has since it has evolved into a creature of its own. Yeah. Possessed by the haunted spirit of the mother. Yeah. Um, and somehow that, that evil, that deed, that money, that thing is, it's always stays close. It is the source of their power. Now that, they everything they have is in that glaive. Mm. Is that a cool idea? Yeah, I, I wonder what's how how do we connect them? You know, almost like what what's why are they so greedy? Why do they love money? And where is the you know that now the the now tragedy that makes us go oh well I almost feel bad for them you know because now it's just like oh well, why'd you kill your mother you know I mean there I feel like there has to be some sort of love there but like a reason that they they chose to kill this person in this way, you know? I mean, the fatal, what does the fatal flaw greed say? Is there, is that one of them? Uh, so roll a D10. Five. So, yeah, it says, I've given up resisting my habits and indulge myself whenever possible. Mm, okay. So perhaps the habits were addictive. They were gambling. They were drugs. They were decadence. They were... Uh, or perhaps he was denied wealth after his mother learned of his or their gambling habits, right? Yeah, should we set a gender on this thing? Should we decide sure. if it's a he or a she? Okay, D6, 1, 2, 3, he, 4, 5, 6, she. How about that? All right, for now, that would do. One, he. All right, so we got a he. He. So he has a terrible gambling problem right loves to gamble uh loves the status you know Should maybe that from again some noble like, family or with uh with a possibility for a they okay well that's fair okay one two he well let's do uh three four what's something we could divide it into three a twelve one two three four is he four five six seven with what six will divide by three one two three four oh five, that's right six. yeah what am i talking about yeah one two three four five six two still yeah, a he still a he all right that the fates have decided. <laughs> fair chance for everybody. The fates want it to be a he. Fine. Yeah. So it's a he who killed his mother with a poker. I'm thinking that's become that, a sentient weapon that they're connected to. That's all about who their power is and everything. Mm, so he's terrible into gambling, right? Mm. Kind of a little bit in debt. Loves the 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 chase of getting money and the whole riches being surrounded by it as well. But has a bit of a, a gambling personality, right? So that could even show up in the players where even though it may not be in the Dark Lord's interest, the players offer him a, a game of chance and he's willing to take it, you know, even if it would fare poorly for him, you know, and he's vulnerable in a state, right? Um, I imagine that after his mother, who cares for him dearly and looks out for him and they have a, you know, a, a nice relationship, you know, and somewhat dependent on her too for his funds and his status and his, perhaps his family title, right? She denies him the inheritance says it'll all go to so and so whatever right he is outraged grief struck in and in 
perhaps a moment of of weakness or or just anger just pure anger yeah attacks yeah with there's a fight and argument mm. and picks up the poker and yeah beats her to death with it right there on the bearskin rug in front of the fireplace mm. um let's roll the characters ideals bonds and flaws sure do you want me another d12 uh d12 yeah okay 12 oof so this one we might want to flip on its head it says truth as its ideal i care about the truth above all else even if it doesn't benefit anyone mm. that this the ideal on this one now would be preventing the truth about the, the truth. mother yeah. ever coming out mm. would go to sort of any end length to stop anyone from knowing okay interesting what they did lie so deception keeping the truth away yeah like hiding hiding hiding, hiding the truth the truth okay obfuscating that is their ideal yeah all right their bonds that particular truth i suppose as well sure, that specific truth on um, the events of what happened to his mother there's obviously must be some sort of cover story then but yeah we'll get but i could see this character then also being one who is quite good at at lying that there is actually a there's a sort of fabricating their own their own reality mm. of anything ooh, that ooh, what if this dark lord is the the grand like you know guy running a big casino style dark domain you know and the whole idea that casinos are trapped to like keep you in like and forget about what time it is etc that could be a very cool idea for a dark domain and this is the the big like he's owns the casino you know um always like at the floors whatever doing sure. things interacting with people you know charming what deceptive this, and what if this this weapon thing of theirs could transform into different shapes like a walking cane sure it could like be this ever-present sort of stick of some sort in their hand, mm. but that can take the form of of weapons, yeah. powerful weapon. And that it's its mother, and he never like no. Every time you see him, no matter what, he's always got a hand on it. Yeah, no matter what, and, and often refers to it as mother, mother, and speaks kindly to it. Sure, I, I think to it. I think not to an a, that a creepy gets, degree, but that well, but it could a be little creepy. bit creepy degree. It gets but into not like insane. Um, What's like his name? Super, like, um, <laughs> Norman Bates, like psycho, like Bates Motel sort of sure. style. But I want stuff. it to be very like charming and suave somehow as well. Yeah. You know, like he's the king of the the place. You know, in kind a way. of cover story that makes him sort of seem like he had a a, a loving relationship with his mother. Sure, well, befell her a terrible tragedy. Apparently, the the whole house went in flames. Yeah, and. And you see, maybe, I don't know, what's something you could do as well? Like, maybe he's got, like, burns on his hand where he holds the cane. Maybe, like, as if it's, like, searing him to the touch, but he can't let go. Maybe maybe wears gloves or something. Something like that, yeah, to hide burn scars if they ever get revealed. Right. Roll okay. in the, the Bonds one. Sure. Four. Um, so the four says, I've seen great darkness, and I'm committed to being a light against it, the light of all lights. Hmm. Is the darkness him being out of money? 
or something like that. I mean, I don't know what's uh yeah, a way to pervert that a little bit, right? So the idea of being the light isn't necessarily being the good force, right? But that, yeah, that the darkness is, the darkness is self-denial. The darkness is, um, yeah, the darkness is, is his perceived suffering that comes from, mm -hmm. yeah, self-denial. And I wonder if you could pair like the themes of like the fire stoker and the fireplace with keeping that light alive, you know? Yeah. And that if the, there's some sort of light that goes out. I'm the fire stoker that keeps, yeah, the light alive. But it's that, also then a constant reminder of yeah, that, the that, brutal death well, of his mother. It maybe ties into his idea the house always has to win because that's sure. what keeps the light. Keep the lights on, you know. Yeah. Or maybe you even use that line, you know. Or some sort yeah. of like, I mean, the torches. Yeah, like the, the, in, fires, the fires don't stoke themselves. Yeah. He's holding... That's staff. a good line okay. for him. Okay, I like that. So he's about keeping the light, if you will. Yeah, keeping the fire of keeping the fire the ablaze. fire of money burning strong. Okay. Um. So that's all wonderfully, terribly creepy Spooky. and weird. Okay, I like it. Like it. Um. Is there a? Have we already done Fatal Flaw? We have, we took yeah, a so we picked, fatal we picked flaw, that right? up. Are there personality traits? Um, so we've just done those. We've got our ideal sure. and our bonds. And we've got I think a, greedy, deceptive, hides the truth as an ideal, yeah. keeping fire alive as a bond. You know, he's bound to money in a way, but also to this casino, which in some ways is the only, you know, that's his, his whole life is joy. Also connected to that very fire stoker. You know, it's what keeps the fire alight and his masses of wealth and status yeah, i've given on up resisting my habits and indulge myself whenever possible that's mm. his fatal flaw flaw this is self-indulgence flaw self-indulgence and yeah and the evil act is uh is one of matricide straight up yeah that is the evil act wow this is a cool guy <laughs> as a, um, an interesting villain so yeah and then so the chapter then asks things like you know developing your dark lord consider these questions what was the first depraved act the dark lord chose to commit and how did their ideal encourage them down this path the ideal of hiding the truth i suppose connects yeah, back to i the, suppose it probably started well, it started with him hiding the truth of his gambling habits yeah, perhaps probably with lying about how in debt he was to mm. to like everyone um so that's probably where it first starts with that ideal that lying is okay or maybe, maybe also yeah, learning yeah. to cheat at the table perhaps mm. as well um that a lot of those a, deceptive tactics yeah uh, that suddenly it's okay that he was fudging dice rolls in his D and D games. <laughs> and as a DM, you go, "What? That's it's in his character. What are you talking about?" Yeah, exactly. So as a DM, when you're rolling this character, you're allowed to fudge dice rolls for him. He lies about what he does all no, the time. No, that's what legendary resistance that's is for. Pretty much right. Um, okay. And then ask yourself: Was the the Dark Lord rewarded or celebrated for their evil? Did that reaction encourage greater crimes? Were these rewards earned or justified? And I suppose that somewhere in there that had to have happened, right? That those lies... Caught up to him. Well, not caught up. No, the other way around. That those lies worked out. Mm. 
that the lies were actually, were good. He was making money off of lying. He was yeah. cheating people out of it. He was, it was, it was coming back to him and working well. Um, okay. Well, is it then not a story of him being in debt or and then how his he, mother figuring out and, and disowning then, him? Exactly. And then how did they escalate their wickedness? to obtain something they selfishly desired. And what was it? So what kind of, I mean, at this point, is it just more gambling that they were after? Or maybe was this part of like acquiring a casino? Maybe there was a, maybe there was a whole like scam thing going on of scamming the scammers that he was, in order to get yourself into the game, you've got to beat a casino owner or something. And like he was getting in deep with the, or the idea that maybe he doesn't come from a wealthy family. Maybe yeah. his mother is. No, I think the money. I don't know. I don't money. know. Maybe he starts off super poor and is always infantilized by the idea of immense riches. Then, you know, his mother is sweet, you know, and he's like, well, I'm going into gambling to get money to help keep the lights on at home, yeah. you know, help stoke the fire. That's, that's still you. You've got you've got a player character now. You've got somebody who's got. No, but then noble beginnings. eventually he gets too drawn in by the allure and becomes this deceptive, greedy, doing whatever it takes to scam people out. And his mother learns. And he's, he's so, inf- he's for, she forbades him from eh, ever I still think it comes from think wealth it's, it's, and money, it's even more evil. Okay. I think it's, it's less of, oh, I had to do this. And more like, I could have actually done something completely good with my life, but I didn't. I, okay. I used all of the, the wealth and power I had to get more wealth and power. And I did it by cheating people screwing them over ripping them off lying to them um and i even went so far that you know because yeah sometimes things didn't work out sometimes Mm -hmm. gambles didn't pay off and he ended up in a position where he needed a lot of money and the only way that he knew he could get it in the short time that he needed it was to kill his mother kill his mother oh yeah yeah um and that maybe it was a bit more premeditated maybe he Mm. did go there asking her hoping that she'd say yes but knowing that if she didn't that he would probably end the night killing her if she had not you know yeah and so that there was this always this there was a moment of hope there was a moment of hope that maybe she'd say yes or that maybe he'd talk himself out of it and then he didn't Mm. and then he in the end he was like no this is what i want i want the money brandishes the fire stoker Legends her to death with it. That's mm. fun. I like it. That's evil. See, this is what we're sort of saying. Like, this is how, this is kind of the, the, the tools you need to kind of go to those lengths to sort of think, all right, because you and I have this tendency to sort of fall back into, if I was creating a character, maybe even an yeah, evil yeah, character, yeah, yeah. but one that still maybe is justifiable in their, you know, why they got there, how they mm. did it, and they're redeemable. And I think the most important part here, and it even mentions They're this on page 41, this is irredeemable, right? Once the dark powers take an evil person, that individual's fate is sealed. Before the final corruption, a person can atone, but only if they take genuine responsibility, heal the harm caused, and reform to prevent future harm. Once an evil doer becomes a dark lord, it is too late. There's so no that dark, becoming a dark lord thing happens pretty much as he kills his mother. Right, mm. that's where the dark powers latch onto him, and he he becomes something more than just yeah. a villain, um, but a supervillain. I like. What do you think about the idea of his dark domain being a huge yeah, casino sure. style gambling den? Casinos do seem feel like dark domains to me. 
yeah i mean literally the idea that it's you're being trapped in the mists make it look like it's always nighttime because like all you see are the the lights the the, all the dazzling lights around well let's draw another card from the taroka deck here okay what's this for uh it just further inspiration okay Okay. of sorts uh and it's the artifact card which is a could this help define our stoker a little bit more maybe maybe um we also have to talk about the sentience of that item as well you know so the the artifact comes from the high deck okay um so the troka deck's got two halves like think a classic tarot major and minor arcana with the one through ten of cups swords wands etc and then the idea is like the fool the magician death yeah things we're still kind of still in here just on a different name so the artifact is uh represents the importance of some physical object that Mm. must be obtained protected or destroyed at all costs literally all already something we've yeah, figured so, out through the fire so the, the the troka deck is telling us very specifically that the artifact must be protected which actually also means that actually tells us a little something about his weak point as well right that again through discovery through role play and exploration that although the mother the weapon sentient yeah. and powerful um, and pr- probably could kill a, a few PCs along the way, may also be the thing that, that weakens him. And that actually ties back to that idea that he is one and powerful once with this, yeah, yeah. but if separated from it, or if it is somehow destroyed or rendered inert, that that the yeah. the Dark Lord's powers In some sort of like are, twisted thing, like even though he betrayed his mother, he just like before, he is reliant upon her forever to yeah. keep the lights up to keep his dream of unimaginable wealth and power alive absolutely now do we want to give him a monster's transformation sounds fun well, well i also what about the sentience of the object what is the yeah. mother like what is the object i suppose does it speak does it see i need a dungeon oh master's oh guide yeah isn't that, that also happen. in xanathar's or is it something else isn't it DMG? There's DMG, I, I uh, believe. DMG's rules. got some. Yeah. Here, let me look. Th- let's both look through the DMG right now. Making sentient weapons here. Sentient magic items. It's in the chapter seven treasure. Okay. Sentient magic items. Okay. Most are weapons. Some are others. They function as NPC artifact properties. Since I drew the artifact card, I think oh. we should roll on artifacts. Well, those are for art. Those are like weapon. Like those are items that are beyond legendary. I know. This is our Dark Lord. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. And this random tables, and but that's also, kind of what we're but doing. But first, right now. before we get into literally oh, the and there's a whole thing here about how to destroy artifacts, which yep, also yep, I, I think plays exactly to this idea. Can we get into before we get into the statistics? Can we talk a little bit about some of its maybe in other things going on how it communicates how it senses things through the literally creating magic sentient item type things sure sentient item i'll i'll roll the dice item halberd yeah all right go for it what dice do i need to roll uh first we roll 46 for each one dropping the lowest one as if rolling intelligence wisdom and charisma scores or we can decide them oh well we'll skip over okay we'll skip a communication roll a d100 for me d100 how does it communicate Ooh, 98. It can speak, read, and understand one or more languages. In addition, it communicates telepathically with any character that carries or wields it. That makes sense to me. It's like super smart. Yep, telepathic. I'm going to say all languages. Why not? 
Wow. Yeah. Which even means if the Dark Lord can't speak, mm. read, or understand these things, Mother can tell him what's, yeah. what they're saying. Oh, and there's something tragic there where even though she, there's a part of a spite there, there's still a loving, wanting to see her son succeed. But maybe in a nagging sort of maybe a way maybe a tor- because the whole thing about your dark lords Tormenting is that they way. have to be tormented but i think there is a torment in like her still showing affection for and love for him yeah, yeah. despite him literally killing her yeah okay cool killing her for her money yeah wow senses what are we doing d4 a three hearing and normal vision out to 120 feet Okay. Wow, quite perceptive for a magic item. 120 foot. Here, see. Can't see in the dark. No. Well, she's human. No. Well, well I'd imagine this family was, is a human. Maybe. Right? She yeah. was human, but still can now maintain she's a those. stick. She's true. She's a halberd now. I suppose a shape shifting or, or a, a shape shifting staff. staff of some sort. But I'm I imagine still, it, it goes into like, halberd form. I, no? Yeah. Well, I was thinking actually a lot of the time it's just it's walking cane form. Well, no, but I mean, around, if, it's, if he's using it as a weapon. Yeah. If he uses it a weapon, the weapon it transforms the, into a halberd. Big halberd. I think, because, and I like the idea because I just don't think halberds get used enough. I was going to say sword, but eh, swords. Yeah. I think, though, the I imagine the transformation, there's like a golden, maybe, I don't know what kind of head you want for it, but like some sort of like animal yeah. type head. And then when you, like the gold almost liquidates and erupts in flames into a large, you know, like yeah. hooked, pronged, classic halberd slash fire poker inspired idea. Alignment. Let's skip this. We know he's it's evil. evil. Uh, there's characteristics here on, but we've sort of already. This is actually for the characteristics for her, though, in a way. Yeah. I mean, we could roll these if you want, but I imagine, you know, they're the same sort of things we're going through here, and we could sure. we could do those. It doesn't really matter for this. Loving. I think this. Yeah, <laughs> it could be weird. Nagging a uh, little yeah, bit. Sure. Nagging. Overbearing. Yeah, sure. In a in a way. And maybe she despises people who still attempt to hurt her son. Yeah, and, pro- and protective. Over, a bit of overprotective. Yeah. So it's not like she wants to see her son dead and is sort of forced through some dark magic. She is in still in support of her son, um, though pestering him constantly in a way through that affection uh, special purpose okay do you want to see this special purpose maybe i don't know read out a couple of them what are they uh things like aligned bane protector like i think protector is a specific one like what's the purpose of the artifact is it to uh solve a mystery you know play a role like in someone's destiny seek its creator um does it seek to be destroyed does it seek to defend the servants and interests of a deity? Does it? I, I think protector makes the most sense. Like it seeks to defend a particular person, literally. I think that's not a super important one, but the idea that it is the protector and source of power for Yeah, I, I suppose it doesn't give it any particular things, but it just no. gives you an idea of, of where it's sort of coming from. And yeah, I think she's she's protector of... Mm the baddie here yeah possession or is she not a possessor um well all sentient items have the ability to possess those that they carry Mm. um 
and that, yeah, I suppose with your Dark Lord, you'd have to maybe decide as a DM if you're going to give it a particular, is there a particular situation in which Mother can possess the Dark Lord? Yeah. And the, the Dark Lord? Oh, wow. Yeah. Right? Like, when she takes over him somehow but it would have to be a really rare and special thing and again maybe maybe there's a way through storytelling to to trigger that mm. maybe there's a way through discovery and maybe that's that also related a, to the monster's transformation of some sort maybe if the character does undergo a monster's transformation then mother tries to settle him down through trying to possess him and there's this weird clashing or maybe if he is getting a little too foolhardy or puts himself too much in danger then she possesses him to get out of there you know maybe then he erupts into spark um that idea i don't know something like that potentially there's here there's conflict here's a couple ideas the item insists on being worn or carried at all times yeah definitely carried all the time uh it demands that it's wielder dispose of anything it finds repugnant yeah not so much i think simply we stick with it. it's got to be carried all the time sure it also demands to be given to someone else, such as the Dark Lord. You know, bring me to my Yeah, if somebody son, else tries to know. pick it up, it, it definitely... Yeah. I think we should... I just want to roll a couple of things here to see sure, what kind some of, of the features. See how powerful it is. Yeah, go um, for it. I think we're going to give it a couple minor benefits. And, and one major? And a major one. It can okay. have actually up to four minors, but two's enough. I don't yeah, that's not too many. This is a D100 we're rolling? Yeah, I rolled, one. A, I rolled a one. Uh, basically, it grants an extra proficiency to our our character. Mm. What do you think that what would, would be? Mother, what would Mother grant? Maybe... Hmm. Um, I suppose it would, we haven't really developed a stat block or anything for our character yet but no well um, I, I think you could just use some sort of like noble yeah that block um then tweak it a little sure. i don't think they're super magical to be honest maybe maybe she just boosts his uh his perception or insight yeah yeah trying to keep an eye out for him quite literally by enhancing his ability to, yeah, to, to see yeah and well just somebody else to, that's gonna, it's like another set of eyes essentially it's talking to him the whole yeah. time um, and then I rolled a 68, which basically says that while attuned to the artifact, you can cast one first level spell. Ooh, what spell do you think it would be? Uh, what would you like it to do? I don't think it even has to be first level. I think it could be some sort of dispel magic, maybe. Getting rid of like a, some sort of like illusion or something like that, or shape change. Sure, boost it up a bit. Give him a free dispel, or make it fire-based. Make it literally like a heat metal. That you can cast what's a really good first level though what would be Ooh, let's open first level spells then game rules spells uh we can quickly go through i mean i'm trying to think what makes sense for a fire poker or mother to cast specifically <laughs> fire bolt i mean you could that's a cantrip but you could burning hands I mean, burning hands is that first level yeah yeah absorb elements there's alarm uh, animal friendship not really what's a good fiery sort of one maybe in there well here I'll run through a quick list there's bane bless burning hands catapult cause fear 
uh, ceremony, chaos bolt, charm person, chromatic orb, color spray, command, um, comprehend languages, create or destroy water, cure wounds, tries to cure his wounds, <laughs> uh, detect evil and good, detect magic, detect poison and disease, disguise self, dissonant whispers, distort value, divine favor. Wait, wait, dissonant whispers. Imagine if she could talk like... That's, you know what I mean? Leave that, my boy alone. That you can hear this stuff from this haunting voice of mother being telepathic, kind of getting in your head. Mm. That causes fear, right? And you just end up running away for a turn? Yeah, you take 3d6 and must use your reaction, if available, to run as far as possible on a failed save. It's not hugely sort of powerful, but it's kind of got some flavor. Yeah, definitely. You want to do dissonant whispers? kind of creepy and weird just do it you could change it to even fire damage instead of psychic you just burn now psychic's fine okay in your head what if you feel like you're on fire yeah like you've got eyes burning down on you okay nice i like it a lot okay yeah i mean it could be a mind spike or something like that instead i suppose but that's second level actually second level yeah dissonant whispers is fun i like the idea that you're like being stared at and burning mm-hmm. and that targets not only having to run away but if possible get out of sight of of the staff yeah. or of the halberd of whatever right one more minor property i'll roll it no, i think that's i think we got oh two is it there. did we so, oh yeah, okay. throw, a, throw the d100 oh for a major property pick up yeah. a major one yeah Ooh, okay 90 really Oof. um so you pick up a seventh level spell. Jeez. Okay. 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 Let's look at seventh level spells now. <laughs> That's fun. That's a big jump. Conjure celestial, crown of stars, literally like the light delayed blast fireball, <laughs> charging it up. Divine word, draconic transformation, uh, dream of the blue veil, etherealness, finger of death, firestorm. I think Firestorm's kind of sick as an idea. Force Cage, Magnificent Mansion, Mirage Arcane, Morden Cane and Sword, uh, Plane Shift, Power Word Pain, Prismatic Spray, Project Image, Regenerate. Any of those? Do you know Firestorm? It's like a bunch of like, consists of up to 10 10-foot cubes, which you arrange as you wish within the 150-foot range. Each cube, oh, they have to be adjacent, though. And each creature in the air must make a deck save, taking 7d10. It ignites everything in the range. So maybe there's, like, nights where, like, he's just, like, on a losing streak or, like, totally, like, put into that, like, that, you know, infuriated if he ever does lose. Sets the whole casino on fire. Burns the place down. Burns everyone to death. And the players wake up the next morning in their beds in the guest room. Maybe. Or they're just dead. No. Well, you, you don't want a total PC death, but he is willing to destroy his casino if he gets upset. And it remakes itself the next day. He's got a hot temper. That's a lot of fire damage. It is. All right. Crazy ass burning down the house firepower. <laughs> well, you could scale it down if you wanted to. No, no, that's all right. Firestorm that does level less spell. damage. One, once per day, you get to it's true, but go crazy with if, fire. If we've got a lower level party, then 70 10 doesn't lower seem level fairly party shouldn't fair. Shouldn't be taking on. Also, note to DMs out there Dark sure. Lords are for 
or from you know you're trying to build your party like they adventure for a while learning about all these things so they I suppose this see at some point the important thing though is that Firestorm destroys the casino, which is very but much so against always, the yeah. interest. I mean, this, this is, is often mother is casting spell. Is it just the, the casino that he's in, or is there a land beyond the casino as well? Well, I wonder, if, but that's the idea, right? Yeah. Is that it's he's trapped, right? Maybe it's just in the, all casino, the casino, you know, and the idea that yeah. casinos trap people. But it could into, be a very, 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 very big. No, definitely casino very and hotel. Big. Definitely very big with like other rooms and spaces and sure. stuff. And there's that outside aren't just the patio gamb- bits, but yeah. those are always in at nighttime too. It's not, the, it's not just the gambling floor, but there's more. No, there's so much to it, and there's like big lofty rooms and sure people that work there. It's and, like a, it's like a. I was thinking maybe it's a little bit like a like a mini Vegas that's just kind of interconnected. Somehow. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It could be a little gambling there's performers, town. Performers, there's sort. all sorts of stuff, definitely. Yeah, could be all sorts of stuff like that. Okay, that's a good domain. All right, roll for one minor di- de- detrimental property now. Oh, D100 still? Yeah. Uh, 89. Um, so, yeah. Uh, animals within 30 feet of mother mm. become hostile. Ooh, weird. They bark. <laughs> They don't like mother at all. Interesting. Huh. Fascinating. I wonder if you could tie that somehow into like the animal head of the cane itself. Maybe. Hmm. I wonder. Hmm. Does that really make sense? It's a cool it idea. Make but any, it doesn't really, it's not really that bad. But are it there definitely, many animals in a casino though? Well, yeah, but okay. So say you conjure, summon an animal f- creature of some sort or they whatever don't like or it. you've There's got something weird about it let's even say it'll extend as far as people's familiars or whatever have a strong if the first time maybe this we haven't got Ooh. all the way into it but maybe what if you're what if this dark lord has the ability to disguise self what if they're sort of and i said mother changes form all the time but every animal consents oh, okay mother or what if instead of dissonant and, whispers then we do a disguise self that she can do yeah on Maybe that's, that's even better. Yeah, okay. maybe. Yeah. That's a good way to tie these two things together. I like it. Um, yeah. And disguise self will transform mother as well. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. Okay. I like it. Disguise self, a reduced firestorm, <laughs> I yeah. think. Yeah. Or, or maybe not. Maybe it is just this crazy thing that mother can do. <laughs> unleashes it. Uh, unleashes the most devastating explosive fire thing mm. I mean it's possible for higher level characters to survive that yeah but also you go the idea that death isn't the end in this place it never really is in dark domains yeah in, but the, the reincarnation isn't this thousand year process it's now a the next morning you wake up back in the guest room you yeah. know well you say morning you never know what time it is here or yeah you wake up not again. Never sure what time it, it, it is. It always feels. It always feels this like dreary, it be unending par- nightmare. No, it actually feels like it, they're trying to keep it like the party vibe going all the time. Yeah, it's exhausting. It's though. Exhausting. And maybe you do play exhaustion into the role of it maybe. somehow. We should also give uh, our dark lord a monstrous transformation. Okay. Um, I think this involves him when he loses too much. Is the lie catches up to him, yeah, or and anything sort like of, that? Uh, and then this results in him casting firestorm. Well, maybe, maybe not. I mean, maybe Firestorms is sort of slightly separate. This is, these transformations. Do you think any of them make sense reading through them? Um, I don't know. Let's just roll one and see what happens. Okay. What do you want me to roll? Uh, D10, please. D10. Gotcha. Mathematically unfair, but whatever. 
10. The Dark Lord retains their memories and intellect, but is otherwise any monster from Chapter 5. Chapter 5. Oh, what's in Chapter okay, 5? Okay, okay. Chapter 5 is where they hide all the monsters, the monsters in this book. So I don't know. How are we going to find one of these randomly? Is there going to be a list? Here, I think I have... Do I have Van Richten's Guide open? I don't. Why don't I have Van Richten's Guide? Here, let me open also... There is a bestiary list. Oh, no, it's just by challenge rating. Hmm. Oh, here, let me see if there's a list in bestiary. I don't know. Oh, okay. But there's a few, like... Oh, okay. Well, here, let's roll down we want and one that's kind of higher up, right? Okay. So there's a list here, like... So, I don't know what we're looking at, but... Are six or higher? There's some here that I'm trying to think... What happens if they become a relentless slasher? Does that sound like something they would do? It's Not a bad what? idea. There's Inquisitor of the Mindfire too. Which so there, there's a relentless like... killer things in here. There's a relentless juggernaut, which they would turn yeah. into essentially a large fiend. <laughs> Hulks out, essentially. <laughs> With the, the glaive now in its true form, too. Yeah, like this massive glaive massive in their hand, and they're claw. just... Um, yeah. There's a picture in the in the book here of a relentless juggernaut. I think it doesn't um, necessarily look like that specifically, but no. But I, it's basically a hulked I, out super yeah. muscle form with this really okay. monster weapon in their hand. Makes them CR twelve, gives them strength of twenty two, hundred sixty one hit points, and basically just like a wild form of sorts. That, Ooh. okay. Uh, but maybe like I said, it's a triggered event. Maybe if you do something to them to a certain point. Then this thing is triggered. Yeah. Um, wow. I love the implacable advance where it just can move, ignoring difficult terrain. Anything in its path takes fifty-five bludgeoning damage. And maybe this is this is when let's say we could do this as a if you if it drops to drops below, X, or if say if it drops to zero hit points, it becomes it, the, or, the monstrous juggernaut. I don't juggernaut. know. I think they could pull the juggernaut out of him even earlier without hit point related stuff maybe just total like completely Another way to trigger it somehow unwinds the lies you know and maybe. like confronts him directly and there's no backing out with him just going you like what create, are you talking about you could create a social encounter mm. sort of challenge but like, this is the last straw like this um, is that they'd have to try and he's put to his wits end yeah the denial is obviously infallible like there's no way to break his denial you know yeah. but if he's pushed just far enough temporarily he turns into this relentless juggernaut with the halberd and its full form revealed i feel like if he gets too like destructive hmm. then mother cast firestorm centered on himself maybe just completely you see he's like roiling in flames the whole place is burning down and maybe the players find a place to maybe settle down or but I escape. Just, I like the, regardless. I also just like the, we were talking earlier about the two stage. Right. Boss fight. Yeah. Well, yeah. Literally this is it. Where you, you know, say you don't go the social route, but you go the other, you know, we're just going to fight this, this guy. Mm. Um, and that, yeah, they, you know, drops to zero, this thing happens. And then there's a chance that they, they heal up or something when they went to kill the juggernaut, maybe they're still not quite dead. Maybe there's yeah. still a way to escape with mother. Like, I don't know. Well, I think it, the idea is that there is no real like death. You have to somehow solve the 
I mean, what, I suppose, what is the end? What is, how does this, his story resolve? Well, I suppose this is win? just it then. So the next question becomes a little bit more like, how's your story going to go with this? Right. Are the, do you have players who have their own sites set on becoming Lord of this dark domain? Yeah. Or are they interested do they in have money, their own greed? Do they have their own money plans? Do they have their own whatever? And in which case does this mother his mother then see them as the new dark lord do they then start to take on these monstrous qualities yeah anyways <clears throat> okay well let's give them a, a name as we wrap up all right do we have a name generator sure we've got one in uh xanathar's guide to everything give me a d100 roll here their first name oh well first also where do you think what what's their ethnic just general real life. I don't know. As well. I'm thinking just like German, something like that. Feels like general nobility, European somehow. I mean, right. we could go sure. French or Why English, not? even if uh, you want. Yeah, I like the yeah, idea yeah. of something like that. What did you roll, though? 42. 42. The meaning of life. Herman. <laughs> Herman. Oh, I see. You're rolling on ones that have come from sort of yeah. particular language sets. Hans. I kind of like Hans somehow. Maybe. Jacob, Jeremiah, Carl, Killian. Mm. Ludwig. <laughs> no. What was the first one you had? Herman? Herman. Herman? Herman. Uh, I don't know if Herman's a very powerful name. Hans. Felix. Fritz. Felix? Maybe. Felix isn't bad, actually. Felix for a, a gangstery casino a owner. Big, I think he's very, like, you know, charming, suave, you yeah. know, idea. Felix. And then something is a last name. I just turned over a Taroka deck uh, card. Uh, shepherd. <laughs> He's got sheep. The sheep hate him, though, and mother. No, no, that no. would just be the name, maybe. Shepherd. Felix Shepherd. It's not a bad name. Yeah. Is that okay? Sure. I don't know. Why not? Okay. Felix Shepherd. Why not? Shepherd. Okay. Well, here is the story of Felix Shepherd, a child of a wealthy noble family who got into gambling and was infantilized with ideas of of wealth and power yet it consumed him to a degree where he was at one point in a, a great amount of debt he knew the only solution or at least the fastest solution would be to ask his mother for some coin and in the desperate situation he was should she refuse he would plot her death and take the money regardless He'd wished that she'd just said yes, but of course she had not. And he thought, well, should I go through this? Should I, should I not? You know, but in the end, he kills his mother and the darkness consumes him. He awakens in a place of his dreams where he is the most powerful holding this, this cane, which speaks to him, reminds him of the, the tragic backstory. Yet, yeah, so I think, I think in the actual... Reminder the, of I his think the, yeah, the, the the web of lies and the he tries to he yeah the money's about the casino or something anyways mm. but then I think there was an attempt to hide the murder yeah by burning the body and what if he accidentally sets the whole house on well, fire well that's it I think there's some sort of like maybe he is maybe that's the whole, whole plan is just to burn the whole house down but then he gets trapped inside and is burnt it. alive with it wakes up with mother in cane form. Mm, uh, the dark powers 
and he's in the casino now. Ooh, and that, then that parallel makes sense when he goes full juggernaut form, uncontrollably casts Firestorm, you know, yeah. ends up burning himself alive again and wakes up casino restored. Yeah. Some sort of combo that a cycle like that. And that's what you want for Dark Lords as well. You mm, want a, a perpetual re- eternal torture style yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, folks. Very, very cool. That was us and the fates conjuring up Felix Shepard. Uh, a greedy, deceptive Dark Lord of but the also hot tempered of the Domain of Vegas. No, no. <laughs> Should we give the domain a name? Is there a way to do that? Uh, domain name generator? Fantasy name generator. Fantasy name generator for domains of dread. <laughs> name Is there generators. an online generator? Well, there's for place that? generators here. Quickly. Uh, place names. Let's see. Amusement antique score. Arcade, maybe? I don't know. That'll be more. Um, bank, battle arena, c- casino names. Oh my god. So perfect. The Snowflake Casino, the Echo, the the Cadence, the Tigress Casino, the Supreme Chalice, the Saffron Curtain, the Western Citadel, the Jade Gate. The, the aristocrat, solar palm, the royal solstice, the king spire, the lavender globe. Keep going. Uh, luminos, the saber, the the halberd. I don't know. Place me off of that. The Aurelian dove, the astral palm, cerulean blossom, crystal nugget, supreme nimbus, Sierra, uh, the boulevard. Wait, wait. The Sierra. The Sierra. Like that. Maybe. Luna. The Verdigree Zenith. The Alabaster Avian. I, I think we want a simple. Because we want the, the blank. The Oasis. Um, the Calypso. The Serenity. <laughs> it's very ironic. The Light House. I'm going to play off that idea of light somehow. You know? The beacon, the, the fireplace, <laughs> the Luxor, the Luxor. Okay, that's actually a name of a casino in Vegas. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a playing, playing off the light idea like that. Um, mm. The lighthouse isn't bad actually, because it sort of it sort of sounds like one thing, but it's another thing. Yeah. Um, won't be another sort of shepherdly type thing. There's to have. torch, lamp, lantern. Uh, uh, Gaslight, radiance, the luminous, the luxon. I mean, you go full critical role, luxon beacon. I don't know. Hmm. How about something more fire-related, like the hearth or something? The like hearth? That. The hearth's not bad. Because I think related also that idea of the fireplace, right? Then burns the whole thing down. Hmm, the hearth. The hearth. But it almost sounds kind of nice. Maybe that's the allure, right? Thick Shepherd, proprietor of the hearth casino. The hearth casino. Hmm. Casino and hotel. Hearth, casino, and hotel. Hmm, Yeah. Yeah. The great hearth chimney. Yeah, I think hearth's cool. I like hearth. All right, folks. We've gone over the hour mark. Thank we've you so much a, for joining yeah. us uh, on our uh, little dabble into Van Richten's Guide. I hope this gives you some ideas on what you can do with these guidebooks. That they're that they're a huge resource when it comes to even just doing this sort of thing, which is 
spitballing sort of like, story. Yeah, in. just like story creation is a big part of the fun of D and D. You don't always have to be at a table sharing like actual campaign gameplay. That a lot of D and D's fun is in the creation of stuff. And whether we ever have a chance for Felix Shepard uh, to become a reality, become a reality, maybe you make him a reality yeah. out there. Maybe somebody who hears this thinks, "Oh yeah, there we go. There's a there's a cooked up idea." I like and that. They put their own spin on a few pieces mm. that you know maybe we hadn't thought about yet, and uh, and sink it into their own game someplace. And maybe it does find a table. Um, and I think that's just the most wonderful thing that the world we live in right now, that there's just so much opportunity for creativity. Yeah. All right, folks. Thanks for joining us. Look, Looking forward to Critical Role tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. As a recording. For all the critters out there, uh, you know, lots going on as, yeah. as that wraps up. So anyways. Speaking uh, of wrapping up. <laughs> that's the end of us. Uh, yeah. Hope you had a good time here. Talk to you soon. See ya. See ya.